Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 385. The episodes are flying past. Summer's coming, spring, uh, um, yes, the lambs, sunshine, all that. All right, listeners and viewers, we've got a great topic. It's going to be just me and Cindy this week, but we're talking about timelines. And it's um ongoing um, consideration. If you're looking to build your membership, your learning management system course, what are what is a realistic timeline? to get this live and it, and for it to generate income for you, beloved listeners and viewers. So that's what we're going to be talking. I've got my great co-host here, Cindy. Cindy, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Sure. Hi, everyone. It's Cindy Nicholson here from thecoursewhisperer.com. And I, just as Jonathan says, we help uh, entrepreneurs that are wanting to create uh, really good online courses. Yeah, she's from Canada, folks. It's still a bit chilly there, is it? Toronto, isn't it? It is. Although there is no more snow left, so that's that's a step Thank in God. the right direction. Thank God. <laughs> uh, um, I'm from Reno, of Carson City, on the outskirts of Northern Nevada. We've had a pretty grim winter, folks, and it's the ski resorts are still all open, and it's the beginning of April, which is um, and they're going to be open until the end of April. We just and we've had a series of storms ourselves. Yes, folks, you are on the WP Tonic Show, not the Weather Channel. Uh, um, so we're going to go straight into it. So um, I think a lot of people have unrealistic timelines about how much time it's going to take to get their course. And and I don't. I think we've been going on a bit over the past months, haven't we, Cindy, about being realistic about your first course. Um, don't think, you, you know, you're going to throw everything in. So to start this off, do you think that's the crux of the problem to start off with is that people think volume rather than quality initially for their first course? Yeah, well, I think what ends up happening is, um, you know, people hear about this concept of creating an online course and they love the idea and they want to share what they know. And the instinct is to share everything that you know in that first course, get it all out there. And um, what I'm constantly working on with clients is to kind of pull, like to really just pull back and focus on what, not what you know, but what problem you're going to solve. Like what, what is the issue that they, your clients are having that you can solve for them right away? And often it's, it's a smaller problem than the overarching problem. So I, I really think we're going in a direction of like just-in-time learning, which what I mean by that is that people are, are not going to want to get a complete course on how to solve all world problems they're going to want a specific course on how to solve something specifically until the next problem comes up. So what that means is that the, the courses, I think, um, are going in the direction of being much tighter and, and shorter, which is good news because they take a lot less time to create. Yeah. So um, what do you think, if you're going for, let's call it a mini course, it's not the 
best title. I don't know what title you, if you've got a better one, a micro course, maybe a micro course. Um, how long do you think, you know, the, the, these are only very broad guidelines, but from conception to having a set of material, written quizzes and video, what would you recommend to a client? How long do you think it's going to take to really get that into a state where it, you could actually build out a website? Well, that's a tough question because it totally depends on how, you know, this could be done in a week if you had the time. You know, it could be done in three weeks if you had the time. So what I usually break it down to, and again, mini course or just, you know. What, what would you classify as a mini course? Well, see, that's. Yeah, I, I know, I'm putting you in the spot, but just do your best. Let's get very broad. Well, I, I see a mini course. It depends on what the problem is that you're solving. But I, I you know, let's say, let's say it's about 10 different lessons. You know, and, and these lessons, I mean, are like five, like a five, five minute video with some sort of action item. Let's, let's say that's a mini course and that you can, you can teach your course in, you know, 10 steps to get them the outcome that they, that they're looking for. Um, but, but rather than uh, identify the number of weeks, because everybody has different availability, right? Um, I like to count it in number of hours. So what I generally tell my clients who are, who are creating the content themselves, I say five hours per lesson to do like end to end. So to do the research, to do the, to do the, the, you know, the storyboard, to do the video, videoing, to do the editing, to doing the PowerPoint slides. I would say, depending on how many lessons you have, I would give it five hours per lesson. So if you've got 10 lessons, then that's 10 hours. You've got 25 lessons, that's 25 hours, um, five hours per lesson. So 50 hours and then 125 hours. So that, that's usually the benchmark or the ballpark that I tell my clients. But then it depends. It depends on sometimes people um, take a long time to record their videos. So that might up it up. Whereas some people might be really quick at putting worksheets together. So that might decrease the time. But I, I usually give them the, the ballpark of five hours per lesson. Right. That's a good, that, that's a good judge. So based on your experience, you know, like this is, you know, all people are different. Um, if they can do five hours, it's going to take five hours per lesson. And how many lessons do you think in them you would say roughly in a mini course? Let's say 10 to 12. Right. Um, if they're really motivated and they're really serious about getting this done, how many, how many weeks or months should this take really? Well, a mini course like that, again, if, if, it, if it's 50 hours, excuse me, how, how much time are you willing to commit each week? So when I work with my clients, I say, can you give me five hours per week? And um, in in terms of doing the work that they need to do. And so then, you know, that's 10 weeks, but some people can devote more time to that. If you can devote like a 10 hours, then it's only going to take five weeks to do it. So um, it totally depends on how much, what much time you want to put into it. So, um, they say they they write out a, a brief about the basic structure of the course. They're hiring you to help them actually produce or edit or jointly produce more 
detailed content that will be part of the course. But let's say um, with your help, they they build out a, a structure, course structure, what's going to be in each um, lesson. Um, then they've got to do the video. Um, do you think it's a good idea to, you know, um, can they do the video at home or do they really need to maybe hire a studio? See, that, that's, a, that's a can of worms in its own, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, I do have an opinion about that. Um, I, for me, keep it as simple as possible, especially if you're doing this for the first time. Mm. Don't worry about renting a studio. You can do that down the road. But if you're getting this, this course out for the first time, keep it as simple as possible. So video camera, PowerPoint, or however, however you want to deliver it, a bit of lighting, a good microphone, that's all you need because, you know, when you start to rent studio and get a videographer, that can get quite expensive. And very, when it, quick, very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. And, and after, like, the first time you're doing the course, there's going to be changes. Like, you want to keep it as simple as possible to edit it down the road. Um, and that's why I say I wouldn't fork out the big bucks until you've gone, had a few people go through the and course. And being, a, you know, a lighting kit, getting a decent USB mic, a stand, um, you, you can shoot. There's plenty, um, um, there's plenty of advice on YouTube. Uh, um, there's some great um, channels about cameras, how to set up a professional um, camera rig, or you can just use a webcam. Um, you can choose that. But there's a lot of good of quality advice out there, folks, isn't there, Cindy, about that. But I agree with you, your first course, because um, it's, you're probably going to have to take some of these videos multiple times to get them to the standard that you're, you're reasonably happy with, which is, can be a, a real uh, expensive if you're in a professional studio, can't it? Yeah, and if you're if this is really kind of the first go, you want to make sure it's going to sell before you invest a lot of money in it. And and again, it's that whole fact that you want to be able to make changes easily. If the more difficult it is, the the um, the less you're going to be willing or motivated to do it. So um, the only thing is that I'm not great. I've been doing a lot of podcasting for the past four years. Um, I love podcasting. That's that's one of the reasons that sustain me. It's not only I do it for business reasons. I actually like podcasting, Cindy. Um, but um, I admire people like Amy Porterfield and some of the other um, big podcasters that they can actually, um, on their own, talk to their audience for over half an hour. Um, I find it easier to have either a guest or a co-host like yourself to discuss is that something that takes a lot, of, a bit of practice to actually come across um, with your clients when they're actually talking to the people that are taking the course, but it's them that's talking to the camera? Well, with, with the courses or the lessons, you don't want the lessons to be too long. So it's not uh, like you have to fill 30 minutes. You have five minutes. Uh, yeah, and great. so I, I think that um, it's easier from that perspective. Yeah. If you've, if, you know, if you have a certain structure to your lesson and you want to keep it tight um, and you want to kind of keep out all of the fluff, then that's a way to kind of help make that part easier. You don't have to be going on for long periods of time because I really recommend lessons not be longer than five, five minutes long. 
That's great. We're going to go for our break. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the tech side of it, which is going to be Cindy really asking me some questions um, in the second half of this great show. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back. We've been talking about realistic timelines. Clients never like, this is the bit that kind of crushes their dreams. Uh, it's like, like it's, it must be like a dentist, you know, they come and they, they, you, you, you want to say to the, um, the client, your teeth are fantastic, but sometimes you have to say you've got three feelings coming, my dear. Uh, um, but before we go into my part, I want to talk about one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. And Kinsta only specialise in hosting WordPress websites. They're great for um, course course entrepreneurs, for WooCommerce. Um, basically, you get what you pay for. You get. You get what you. Oh, I'm mumbling this up, folks. You get what I'm not. I'm not struggling here. That's the first time I've struggled in a long while, Cindy. Um, but basically, you get what you pay for, really. Well, not always, but most of the time when it comes with hosting, and your normal cheap shared hosting isn't really going to work for your course website, folks, or your WooCommerce. And this is where Kinsta comes in and helps. Um, we host the WP Tonic website on Kinsta. And we've been totally happy. You get the um, get staging site um, where you can try things out and then push it to your production site. That's the best way to do it. You get one button backup. You get automatics every day backup. Um, you get the latest versions of PHP. Why should you care? Well, it'll make your site super fast. That's why. And when people come in on a tablet or phone, you want your site to load up the quickest it can. Um, they use cloud Google Cloud Hosting as their um, basically back-end framework. That's some of the fastest um, servers on the market. But what you get from Kinsta is a superb interface and superb support, 24-7 support from people that actually really know something about WordPress and about hosting in general. If that sounds interesting, go to kinsta.com and find out more about their plans. Right. Um, so you've helped them develop the content. Now they need the website built. Um, in my experience, that takes about two to three months. I know that sounds a long time, and I think I get kind of haggard looks. Why? Um, because um, it, there's a lot of back and forth, basically, um, and a month sounds a long time, but it soon disappears. Um, that's the basic outline. You could probably get it done in six weeks if somebody's experienced in having a website developed for them beforehand and who has a really good idea about UX layout and hasn't got a lot of customization that they're requiring. That's not the norm. What do you think about that, Cindy? 
I think you probably opened up a lot of people's eyes when you say two to three months. Yeah. Um, what, uh, so, so, you know, in the process of getting the, you know, you have, let's say the content's ready, although it sounds like you want to get the co- the website going before your content is done, just so that you're not, don't have any more lag time. What are, what are kind of the stages that you go through in terms of, you know, from beginning to the end and how long do each of the stages last? Well, you, you got the, you obviously you got the pre-design and we at WP Tonic, um, you can have what is called, you know, you can just choose a theme, right? And just slightly modify that. Then you have the semi-custom and then you have full custom. Now, I'm going to discuss the semi-custom and the full custom because that can cause confusion. What we do, at, because we specialize in learning management systems, uh, WordPress, the two that we work with really all the time is either Lifter LMS or LearnDash. And they're both owned by two great um, individuals. LearnDash is a husband and um, wife and um, Lifter LMS is owned by two founders. Um, I tend, um, they're both great. Um, for your um, business coach, uh, health coach, medium size project, I probably go with Lifter LMS. For the larger projects, I go um, still probably with Learn Dash. The reason for that is that Learn Dash is a little bit more established and has some um, third party add on functionality which is semi-mature compared to Lifter LMS. But Lifter has the benefit that it has more functionality inbuilt into it than what LearnDash has, right? So we first of all, we have to work out, are we going to use Lifter LMS or are we going to use LearnDash? Then the other consideration is, are we going to do a semi-custom or a full custom design. Now, semi-custom. We um, have a parent theme called Astra, and that's what we work with, the Astra theme. And what Astra, it's actually um, been designed to work with both those learning management system plugins, both Lifter LMS and LearnDash. It works with both very well. And it has inbuilt functionality um, that's been designed to work with those two WordPress learning management systems, right? And what Lyft, what Astra also provides, it provides an extensive library of over 100 themes, child themes, that work with almost one click. You can install them into the parent theme. So, and they've got these available. So what I tend to do is we, if, if a client's choosing the semi-design um, option, is that we send them to this library of themes and they can look through them and play with them all online. And we ask them to choose three of those themes and actually give us a paragraph of what, what they like about that theme. And then we ask them to go to a couple... <coughs> Um, live um, course websites that don't necessarily have to be in their particular field. And we asked them to give us two of those 
and give us a paragraph of what what they like about them, right? Because most clients who have never done this before can tell you what they don't like when it's put in front of them, but they find it very hard to tell you what they like. Um, so if you can send them somewhere where the, where the theme a theme is already up and running, and that and they can see the basic layout, and then they show us show us they can choose three of those, and then they can show us a couple examples of course that they like. Um, then we can morph um, one of the um, child themes and customize it so it matches and give a, a, a pretty quick mock-up of the home page and one of the um, course pages quite rapidly. And then they probably will want some second round of changes um, to the course, um, the lesson page, and maybe the course selection page, and probably the home page. So they get a second round. But we find by having one of these um, sites sites that they can select it accelerates the design process a lot quicker because you haven't got an enormous amount of back and forth did that make sense Cindy? it made it makes a ton of sense and and the rigor around choosing that that design is so important because again you want to it's not something you want to keep changing so spending the time to really understand what it is you like and what you want is it's time well spent at this point and then you um you got the um and a semi custom is going to be about half the price of a full custom design now you still do have clients that want a full custom design they're full about um they are normally people that already got courses they normally got them on um some of the proper popular saas solutions like teachable like Kajabi, and they 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 want something really custom. They they have custom requirements when it comes to the actual how the courses are run, and also in design terms, they have specific uh, requirements which their um, SaaS solution can't fulfil. So those people normally um, have ridden the pony before, and they they know what they're they're looking for and they normally either have hired a designer themselves and got some mock-ups for us or we work with them and we get some mock-up full mock-ups developed for them in photoshop and we have a we get our graphic designer to work with us with our client with the client and they get a set of mock-ups and it's normally a home page and one of the lesson pages. Um, and basically, we knock it up, we develop it, and it's a, a custom theme, basically, from the ground up, Well, which is full custom from, from conception to build. So hopefully I've explained semi-clearly what the difference between semi-custom and full custom is. What do you reckon, Cindy? Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, so to get to the point where they've chosen their theme, they've got kind of the mock-up of what you know what they're looking for. How how long would you say that takes about to get to that stage with the client? 
Well, um, it really, you know, that's where the skill of the pre-interview um, with the semi-custom, that can take about a week to 10 days back and forth, depending on how quick the client responds. A full custom design is probably going to take a month um, back and forth because you're probably not going to get it. You know, you, you probably have free designs. We normally offer free designs, right? right? Based on the initial consultation with the client and hopefully one of them hits the spot for the client. Um, if it doesn't, they have the right and then we do another free um, mock-ups in Photoshop. So it might take a month because you do the first three or two um, depending on what what the client is happy with. Um, well, that might take two weeks. Then they might say, sorry, it's not really doing it for me. And then you discuss why. And then you do another revision a set of revisions and you normally most um development houses give between one to two sets of revisions um and that's set in the contract basically um so that you can see now why the process can take a bit of time yeah Yeah, semi-custom you you're sending them it's going to be semi-custom. They're, you know, the home page and the lesson page, but it's not going to be a full custom build-out. So that that process is quicker. And so what's after that then, once you get to that stage? Well, then, you you know, there might be some custom functionality that they require, um, which has to be developed, which basically is done in a custom plugin. Um, which either functionality to do quizzes, assessments, uh, gamification, um, especially the people that are moving away from a full SaaS solution like Kajabi, they normally have some customization of the course structure, which they require as well. The new people, it's normally more bog standard, Cindy, they, they don't require, but I've got one client, it is their first course, and um, it's a bit of a hybrid, and they do need, they are looking for some custom um, development, which um, it's actually with LearnDash, um, which we're going to do for the client, hopefully. But that's unusual. Most of them already don't require custom coding, um, in actual the learning management functionality uh, or know what they're looking for because they that that's what they're requiring which the SaaS solution cannot provide. Right. Right. So if they're looking for some custom code you know custom development, that really depends on the functionality that they're looking for. Um, that can take from a month to three months um um depending depending on do they really know what they're looking for or do they need consultation um to tell them that what they're looking for is possible um sometimes it's just not possible um technically to do what they're requiring or it would turn into such a frankenstein of a solution that really we need to look at this in a bit more clarity. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It makes sense in their mind, but to actually execute on it may be a completely different story. 
Exactly. Um, you, you know, it might be totally clear, but um, it might require, and it probably require documentation, consultation. Um, but like I say, that normally is with a more experienced e-learning entrepreneur that's already got successful courses on a SaaS platform um, where they're looking um, to um, either for us to custom build it and use one of our turnkey solutions um, where they get ongoing support. Um, but for the for the beginner, they can go with a semi-custom and we host it um, and we provide a set of plugins that we've tested that provides um, a level of functionality which the average e-learning entrepreneur is looking for. Um, and we we know that these plugins work with one another nicely. I there's not plugin conflict because that's another thing where you find when people um, are trying to build out something at the same time they're trying to build out the course is they try multiple themes, multiple learning uh, management plugins, and multiple third other third party plugins. And that ends up being a bit of a Frankenstein. And that's probably one of the reasons why they look at SaaS solutions, even though they, they, it's not really quite in design terms or functionality what they're really looking for. Um, so if we can provide a solution to get them started, then they don't have to, at that stage then also then have to move from one platform to another. At least they're just moving up in design terms, um, but they're still with WordPress, which is easier. They're moving something totally from a third-party SaaS solution. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're coming to the end of our um, podcast. Um, I know I've only touched it. Hopefully, Cindy, we can stay on for another 10 minutes and get delve into some of the plugins and some of the other things you should consider, which you'll be able to watch on the WP Tonic YouTube channel because I normally have that up um, a few days before it's available as a podcast on iTunes. So go to the WP Tonic YouTube channel and subscribe and you'll see all the latest episodes at least four to five days before they're going to be available on the WP um, on the WP Tonic iTunes site. So Cindy, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Yeah, so if you want to kind of reduce the amount of time that you spend on this course um, in terms of development, that's definitely something that I help my clients with. And uh, you can come reach out to me uh, from my website at thecoursewhisperer.com or come and say hello on LinkedIn. You just put in a search for Cindy Nicholson and you'll find The Course Whisperer there as well. And we're proposing to do one of our other webinars at the end of this month. We do them at the end, the last Thursday of every month. We missed last month because um, we had some personal conflicts and uh, I disappeared for a little while. But we proposed to do our webinar, which are the seven steps that you need to know about to get that first course done, which is really linked to this conversation. We proposed to do that on the 25th of of this month. And if you want to re- register for that, it's totally free. And you have the great, um, you'll be able to listen to Cindy and have to put up with me. Uh, um, you'll be able to do that. You go to the WP Tonic Backstroke webinar. It's really quite simple. And there'll be a registration page and you'll be able to register 
for our webinar on the 25th, which will probably be at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So um, we're going to wrap up the podcast. We're going to have some bonus content after it, which I'd say you'll be able to listen and watch on our the WP Tonic YouTube channel. We'll see you next week where we're going to have another... We're going to actually have a great guest, actually. Um, you're going to be really interested in the next interview. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.